Okay, I'm back, hopefully back on the air live, and hopefully everyone can hear me now, okay? Um, I just restarted the app. Hopefully everybody can hear me. There we go, it's live. I apologize. So if people can go ahead, um, I had little technical difficulties. So if people can reboot the ad and let me know what's going on, I'll try to post it on Facebook as well. Um, so if you can enter the show, I apologize, people, okay? Um, so I'm going to... Okay. Um, I just posted on Facebook. Hopefully everybody can hear me now, and it's running live. So I have no idea what the heck happened if there was... Uh, power outage or some technical glitch. Uh, thanks, Rhonda. Welcome to the show. And everybody, if you can hear me now, I'm sorry, you might have to reboot your app. I posted on the shore uh, on Facebook too. I apologize. There's going to be two shows showing on the sleep, ghosting, and mating rituals. I apologize, but something happened. There was a glitch in the power, and I had to reboot the show. So I apologize for the unprofessional antics, whatever. Welcome, Rhonda. And actually, there was, oh my God, there was uh, quite a few listeners. Um, there was quite a few listeners on the show. So hopefully everybody will join back in pretty soon to be able to hear the show. I apologize. We're talking about um, mating rituals, ghosting, and sleeping in separate bedrooms. And I was already talking. Nobody could hear me. Um, nobody could hear me right now. But uh, right now, we're talking about, you know, what happens if you end up sleeping in separate bedrooms because, you know, maybe different shifts. You know, you work different shifts. You hit on elements that, you know what, you look at the elements where you, um, what do I want to say? You know, you work different shifts, midnights. One person works afternoons. You work midnights and your sleep schedule is just whacked, you know. It's it's very difficult. And you, you look at the elements to where you, you know, you find it and you want to be able to go and, you know, you need sleep. Like I mentioned, you know, with the technical difficulties that you want to hit on the elements to where, you know what, you need sleep. It's very, very important. It's very crucial to where, you know, you end up hitting on those elements, okay, um, that you need to, and I'm sorry, I'm trying having the people reboot um, and join the other show, join the latest showtime. I apologize, people. Um, now I'm going to go back to the live chat, and here we go. And um, you look at the elements to where, you know, you sleep in different bedrooms because, you know, timing, right? Maybe, you know, like I said, different shifts is the biggest thing. What about also you sleep in different bedrooms because of snoring, because of restless leg syndrome or People, they're talking in their sleep, and it's something that you can't control, and it happens every night. Does that mean because of these issues, you sleep in separate bedrooms um, that you don't love each other, that it kills intimacy, and can you still integrate 
those elements that, you know what, we can sleep, go to sleep, but we can still have an active sex life. We can still have a dynamic intimacy. It's just, you know, we can cuddle, hold each other, um, and then sleep in different bedrooms because of medical conditions, because of snoring, because of elements that go on. And, you know, you hit on, does that mean you're not going to be with that person if they snore, if they talk in their sleep? Or can you go ahead and, you know what? Nope, this is a demand. I'm not going to sell myself out. And I'm going to be in this element. You know what? Um, I'm going to be in this element and this is it. And I'm not going to settle for anything but this. Like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, a lot of people, because of the technical glitches and everything, um, were centered on, you know, me, I would love, I'm all about, I'd love to sleep next to that special lady. I'd like to be able to sleep to that special lady in the nude and be able to go on and hit on those elements and the closeness and the skin to skin elements to hit on that, you know what, you go ahead and be able to hit that and, you know, be able to hit the closeness, the sensuality of the skin-to-skin contact. That's what I, you know what? That's what I would love, man. That's what I cherish and I love and I want that in my own life. That doesn't mean, does it have to be every night? No. Does it have to be um, 24-7? Does it have to be seven days a week? No. But the premise in my attitude, I would say, is, you know, I want to go into the element to where we are that closeness, the intimacy shared with the skin-to-skin elements that we are able to just enter on those aspects, okay? Um, for those, if you just joined the show, please go ahead and tune in. I deleted uh, one of them, and I want you to be able to go ahead and center on the the new show. You might have to reboot the show um, and enter the new one out there, okay? Um, I'm going to ask Rhonda online um, if she can still hear me and everything, and hopefully people get centered, because there's quite a few listening to the show. How embarrassing. Got a technical difficulty, um, and if you go ahead and you can recenter on the show, and I'm going to put a post on Facebook, too, to be able to do that and center on you know those elements, okay, to reload the show. And I apologize. I hate babbling all over the place, but because... Um, the show and all that, and I'll be with you just a second. The most uh, recent show it'll show live on it with the red button. Um, so hopefully people get that. And I apologize for the unprofessional aspect. Okay. Um. So. Hopefully, everybody will be back. And I want to know on if you are able to hit on the elements. You know, how many people would be okay sleeping in separate bedrooms? You know what? 
how many people would be okay with that? And I know, you know, with a lot of couples, they've been sleeping in separate bedrooms for, oh my God, 10 years, 20 years. And it's not, stop apologizing, Rhonda. Thanks, Rhonda. I know, I need to. You know me, I feel bad. I need to just move on. Anyways, um, yeah, perfectionist, eh, maybe a little bit, but the show, the Art of Relationships radio show is all about helping you out. Like I said, please check me out. Go to my website, www.theartofrelationships.org, and I am live now, or should be live now, after the technical difficulties uh, mishap. I am uh, Detroit's love guru. Ooh, baby. Hey, Drake's in the house. Good, you found me. Um, and good, we got people joining in now. Please spread the word. Um, so people find me. I appreciate it. So, you know, how many would you be comfortable sleeping in separate bedrooms? Is that okay? You know, when you fall asleep and you're sleeping, does it really matter? Mm, no, doesn't really matter. But what about, you know what? Can you lay naked with each other? That would be another topic for the show. What about sleeping all together? Are you able to sleep um, naked? Do you want that? Maybe you're a well, I'm a guy, and I said, I crave that. I want that in my, you know, in a relationship. I would want that. I want to be able to the skin-to-skin contact, um, maybe even just if she has panties on, especially if it's that time of the month. Oh, God, that'd be gross. No, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> but no, I don't. Those elements, but, um, you know, would that be an issue for you if you are able to, you know what, we're going to sleep in separate bedrooms because I want to sleep. Is that okay? Is there something nice that, especially in the morning, you wake up next to your loved one, your lover, the special person in your life, that there's something sort of cool about that? You know, something special, close. Now, if you hate each other, you might wake up saying, "Oh, damn, you're still here." No, that isn't. That isn't what. That's for another show topic. I want to get at the. You know, I want to get at the elements to um, <laughs> get at the elements where you know, trying to get people you know, closer together, not, you know, waking up to each other. Oh, my God, you're still here. Wait, <laughs> oh, I thought you'd be gone by now. But, you know, the closeness and the elements about the skin-to-skin contact, like I said, I'm a guy, I crave that. There's some guys that don't go ahead. You know, some guys don't want to sleep new. It's not, again, as many shows and in my book, oh, yeah, do a plug for my book, Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. Available on Amazon. Yeah, baby. No, okay, going back to sleeping, the sleeping dilemmas or dynamics, you know, like I said, there is something special about waking up next to that special someone, and I get, you know, the different hours, you might not be able to do that. Uh, Maybe some people have to be to work at 6 in the morning. Someone might not have to be to work till 9 or even 10. Um, So you might still lay in bed, but you still wake up and that special person is next to you. I love that. 
me personally, um, I want that closeness. I want, like I said, I would love to sleep naked next to that special lady. But some people are so uncomfortable with that. It could be body image. It could be, you know, just uncomfortable maybe with being in their own skin or their sexuality. And it doesn't necessarily mean you sleep naked, that you're going to have sex every night. Um, damn, did I just say that? No. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't mean that. It just means the nurturing effect of the skin-to-skin contact. And it just, I think, elicits so many, the senses in you, the warmth and the tenderness that you have when you sleep, you know, naked and sleep together. Rhonda, you're saying, damn, what are you damning, damning, damning about? <laughs> um, but like I, some guys don't want to sleep naked, some women don't. And is that a deal breaker for you? And, you know, is it? And the start of this discussion about the sleeping aspects were about excuse me, about hitting on sleeping in separate bedrooms, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, a lot of people have to do it, well, you know, maybe they choose to do it because of different shifts, work shifts, but also because of maybe chronic snoring, talking in your sleep, restless uh, leg syndrome, um, you know, maybe sleepwalking. These are um, maybe someone has chronic nightmares and you're like, oh my God, here we go again. Now, is that rude? They have chronic nightmares and you're not there to soothe and comfort them. Or is it like, damn, I need sleep, man. Why you, you soothe yourself? Is that rude? Um, so there's different reasons. Now, if you're sleeping in separate bedrooms because you just, you know what, don't like each other, don't feel like being close or intimate, not just sexual, but being emotionally close or intimate, touching each other, and you're sleeping in separate bedrooms because really you don't like each other. You know what? That is, that's a sad and a pathetic situation. You know what? And I, that's speaking from me personal level and also from a professional level element, but I'm also respectful. If it works for you, that's fine. But Again, what are you exhibiting? What are you showing and you know, expressing to your children? And let me guess, if you're not sleeping in the same bed or bedroom for that matter, because you just don't like each other, that you're not close, you don't want to be close, you know what? Your kids deserve better. And not only the sleeping arrangement, oh, we don't do it until the kids go to bed. I get that. But chances are, if you are sleeping in separate bedrooms because you don't like each other or want to be close to each other, I'm going to tell you, that's going to be hard to hide when you're not sleeping, when your kids are awake, okay? So you need to look at and look at the situations. How do you want and what do you want to show your kids and the elements you know, behind that? What do you want to exhibit to your kids? Do you want to be able to, um, ex, you know, just express the love and admiration and the closeness of a healthy relationship to your kids? Or you're sleeping and we're just in the same house because of financial reasons. Or you're in the same house, you know, sleeping and you're just in the house cohabitating because financial reasons or for the kids. 
the kids deserve you to see you both happy, either apart or happy together, okay? But you need to work on it and decide what effect. Yeah, we're not going to, we're sleeping in separate bedrooms. We don't like each other, but we're staying together for the sake of the kids. You know what? That is pathetic. And you are expressing and you are exhibiting an unhealthy relationship for your kids. Your kids deserve better. Okay. Elda, baby, welcome back. Do you miss me? No. Oh, looks like the, <laughs> the human uh, sexuality crew is, um, <laughs> the human sexuality class crew is in the house. And I got to say a huge welcome to in the house to the, what is it, the midnight crew? Yeah. Or is it the midnight cray cage crew? I can't remember what the heck they call themselves. Maybe Drake. <laughs> Drake can clue me in on their uh, nickname title. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, sorry, like I said, people just finding me, um, finding, finding the show again. Uh, I appreciate you being persistent and finding the show again, okay? Again, we had technical, or I shouldn't say we, I should say me. I had technical difficulties. We had a minor power outage that shut off the stream to the show. Miss Cynthia Wilson is in the house. It's been a while. Uh, so we got a wild crew going on. And are you able... Um, to get on the sleeping elements that, um, you know what, how many people want that? Do you want to be able to sleep naked to, you know, with your loved one? That's one dynamic. And I originally started off with the show about sleeping arrangements and how do you center on, you know, Sleeping in separate bedrooms, yes, because a medical issue, say snoring, talking in your sleep, restless leg syndrome, or you just have different work shifts and your time frames, they overlap. I get that. You know, I understand those aspects. And a lot of people have to do that. Um, but what happens if you are sleeping in separate bedrooms? Because you just don't like each other. You don't want to touch each other. You look at each other, stick out your tongue at one another, flip each other off, whatever. And you're only staying in the same house because of the kids. I'm going to, you know, personally and professionally, I think that is, like I said, I think that is unhealthy for your kids to see. They deserve better. They deserve to see you both happy and deserve to see you have a loving, what a healthy, loving, compassionate, and intimate relationship is. That's your job as parents to teach your kids what that is. Now, when I mean an intimate relationship, that means you're not going to, you know, you're not going to traumatize the kids and have sex and do it, um, you know, have sex in front of the kids. You don't want to traumatize them. Um, that isn't what I'm talking about, but they to, um, oh God, here we go, Elda. Uh, <laughs> Elda just mentioned, I hear this excuse. I can't sleep naked. What about if an emergency happens like a fire? I don't have to look for my thugs. 
<laughs> oh, freaking hilarious, Elda. Oh, my God, I miss you. Yeah, boy, her freakiness came out as the term went on in human sexuality. Um, the past term that just ended. But <laughs> I hear that that's a great point, Elda. Not the thought. <laughs> oh, my God, I, I can't stop laughing now. It's slap happy time. Um, where you end up... Um, yeah, Rhonda C., you have a robe right by your bed. Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing over uh, Elda's. And what happens if, uh, you know, what happens if there's a fire and I can't find my thong? Like, that's going to freaking matter. <clears throat> um, I hear comments all the time that, oh, my God, what if the kids wake me up? You know, what if it, you know, chances are the kids are going to see you naked anyways. They, they're going to walk into you while you're on the toilet. They're going to walk in while you're in the shower. You know, that's part of being a parent. Not that, <laughs> Cynthia, hell, screw the robe. I'm running out naked. Oh, now, now we got a lively crew coming in. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I hear this, you know, oh, the kids, oh, my God, if they wake me up in the middle of the night, I don't want to see them naked. Chances are they have seen you naked anyways. You know what? Um, so is that just an excuse? Some people, I get cold. I, you know what? I get that. Maybe you need maybe, uh, more blankets on your side when you're cuddling, whatever. You get cold. What better reasons to snuggle up naked? Ooh, right? You can snuggle up naked. Do you have to fall asleep that way? Some people love it. I actually love it that you sleep, you know, her head on my chest or whatever. Oh, my God, it's been so long, I can't even freaking remember. Um, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> um, you look at uh, the, the body heat. Ooh, yeah, baby. Um, the body heat that goes on that creates, if you're cold, there's a lot of elements, you know. Is it just insecurities of the skin-to-skin contact? Maybe you're afraid of not only a body image aspects, but maybe of the intimate encounter that's a skin-to-skin contact represents. And it's not, I'm not talking just the sexual act, but I'm talking the skin-to-skin contact. And I can help, Greg. Oh, you got a minute, Elda? No. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> that was a little private joke going back and forth. Um, that <laughs> the class had it was funny the human sexuality class but you you look at the you know the elements that are going on that you know is it that it's your own insecurities that you can't sleep nude because of maybe the emotional connection that it represents maybe it is your own insecurities and you know, I, I hear a lot of people, and I'm not bashing. I, I look at trying to understand and trying to, um, you know, trying to evolve, help people evolve and grow until the person they want to be more confident, more, you know, self-aware, more okay with themselves, their bodies, and their sexuality. That you know, is it really the kids maybe seeing you naked? And that's where you have a robe on your bed. And you teach your kids boundaries and respect, right? Knock on the door type of thing before you come in. And you look at the elements that, you know, the boundaries in place. And is it just for your own insecurities that uh, you don't want to sleep naked? Let's face it. You know what? Oh, if there's an emergency. It's almost like the same situation that, you know, 
the old adage is, you know, oh my God, you know what? You got to wear clean underwear like your mom used to tell you, right? Wear clean underwear in case there's an accident. Well, in case there's an accident, those underwears aren't going to be clean because you're going to shit them anyways. So does it really matter, right? And um, <laughs> Rhonda just touched, uh, Rhonda's on live chat, and individual names I mentioned on live chat are people that gave me permission to use their names a long time ago. Like I mentioned, um, well, I tried to mention at the beginning of the show, those in live chat have given me permission to use their names, or if they happen to give me a call, I'm not going to mention names unless they give me permission. I respect everybody's privacy, okay? And there was a private joke going on in uh, human sexuality class this minute, and uh, Reiner just men- mentioned that I OL'd uh, 30 minutes, not just a minute now, and uh, Cynthia, oh my God, damn, I got to join your class. Cynthia, you had an open invite to human sexuality. I mentioned that to you, um, and I know you're not intimidated by any means, <laughs> so you had an open invite. Um. Go on the elements. You know, I know a couple who taught their children, you never shut the door. If the door is closed, something is wrong. How the hell do they have sex? Yes, I have sex outside my bedroom, but what the hell? Um, uh, Hopefully not with the kids around, Cynthia. I agree, and that is, I know a couple who taught their children, you never shut the door. Does that go for them? And I know some people, Cynthia, you mentioned that, you know, the couple taught their kids that if you shut the door, something is wrong. Now, does that mean, like, when they're teenagers, you know, and they have someone over, and they're in the bedroom, you know, doing something, having sex, and the door is closed in their house, which I get why they would say you never shut the door, but that is sort of sad if the parents always have their door open. What's that do for their sex life and I would be interesting if that is finding out if that is the husband's rule, the wife's rule, and one of them's just going along with it, or if they both agree with that. I that would be. I would assume only one wants that rule, and the other one is. Um, you know what? That that would be going on. Okay, that that's something. You know. That's sad that that situation would be going on. I look at, you know, you get, you know, with sleeping in separate bedrooms. What if one couple wants to sleep in separate bedrooms and the other one doesn't? And you look at this, um, you know, these elements, and this is what comes with compatibility. Not only, you know, we talk about sexual compatibility on the show a while ago, but emotional, intellectual, maybe spiritually compatibility. And I don't mean, you know, religious when I talk about um, spirituality, but that could be an avenue of spirituality for you, for the couple, absolutely. But you look at... um, you know, when you get into elements about sleeping together where one wants to uh, maybe sleep naked and the other one doesn't, is that a deal breaker for you? Is that that important to you that it kills the relationship? Or you sleep in separate bedrooms just because you want to and one doesn't. Would that be a deal breaker for people out there listening to the show? And also... um. 
you know what? Not only listening to the show, but uh, in the live chat, would that be a deal breaker for you if maybe your partner, if you're in a relationship, you look at, you know what, um, you know what, I'm sleeping in another room or I can't sleep, I just can't sleep and that's just me. Um, would that be a deal breaker for you? Does that mean that partner would not be okay for you, that that's not what you're looking for? Or how many people, when you're first starting dating, living together, you sleep together, and all of a sudden, a month later, they flip it up, oh, I can't sleep with someone in bed anyways, you know, I never could, and you're like, <gasps> you know what, how come you just, how come you didn't tell me this before, okay, why didn't you clue me in before, well, I wanted to, you know, all the excuses come out, and that's where I mentioned about being up front and sleeping and habits and all this stuff. If you snore, can you get breathe right strips? Sometimes that helps. Sometimes some people are so severe with snoring. You know, most people snore and they're sleeping on their back, so can you sleep on your stomach, on your side? Can you change it up to try to do that? If I want to sleep alone, I should get a divorce. Alda, I hear you. You know, I agree. I'm sort of, I'm in the same situation. I want that. I want that closeness. Um, That, um, I know, Cynthia, I know your situation is big time different than a lot of people. Uh, and you mentioned I, my husband and I sleep in separate rooms because I have to respect that. I don't sleep well at all, and he needs his sleep. Illness is a killer. I know, Cynthia, and I'm not, you know, I know your situation um, very, very well, actually, and I'm not going to get into that um, and put your business all the way out there. But I understand it. And that's what I mentioned. I think before you joined the show, you know, when I had technical difficulties, um, when, yeah, it wasn't going out live, the sound. And to where, you know what, if there's, you know, a medical condition that, you know, sleep apnea or whatever, and you had a CPAP machine, you know, I get, you know, there's certain situations, not that you want to, sleep in separate bedrooms, but maybe you're forced to because of medical issues, um, I, that's different. But you can still maintain intimacy or maybe lay together before you lay naked together, even better yet, before you actually go to sleep, right? You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to pass out. And you can do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. The issue comes where, you know, sleeping in separate bedrooms because, um, you know, you don't like each other. And like I said, that is, then you need to give me a call and or email. You can find that on my website at theartofrelationships.org. Yeah, Cynthia, shocker, you had technical difficulties. Actually, to be honest with you, Cynthia, I haven't had technical difficulties in a long time. <laughs> I got that all straightened out, uh, God, probably a year ago. So this was, oh, my God, this was probably the first problem or issue I had with technical problems. And, uh, oh, my God, it's been a long time, actually, Cynthia. So, nah. <laughs> um, that's why it shocked me. I was like, what's going on? The light button cut out. And anyways, um, I want to hear, hear somebody. Give me a call, 313 614 nine four nine eight and you know even about you know if you sleep together and 
or don't sleep together, you sleep nude, you don't want to sleep nude. I want to hear your feedback. And what is it about, you know, maybe not sleeping in the nude that bugs you or that upsets you, okay, that looks at the situation where, um, you know what, how do you do it? Do you keep that intimacy going and spurn, even though you sleep in separate bedrooms, right? I, I would love to hear your comment feedback. Don't be shy. Give me a call, 313-614-9498. And in those listening on the Spreaker app or Spreaker.com, please feel free. Join us in the live chat. Okay. Um, the sleeping arrangement, it's a very difficult situation. I tell people, or I should say sleeping together can be a huge issue and create distance in couples. You know what? But the trick is, you know, if there's a medical issue, shift, uh, work shift issues that are causing you to sleep, you know, in separate bedrooms or not sleep together, um, it's important to maintain the intimacy, and Cynthia in the live chat mentioned that, that you need to find ways to keep the intimacy alive and keep the connection. Um, you know, if you can touch each other or even call each other on breaks, you need to be able to do that. And I am so huge on the physical intimacy. Yes, everyone's saying, yeah, Greg, we know sex. No, <laughs> yeah, I love sex, and I love the closeness and intimacy. But just the touching, the caressing, it's very nurturing. It's very human traits that we love touch, even freaking animals. You know, you look at how they cut up next to each other in, um, you know, dogs and you know, puppies and cats grooming each other. Oh, God, how hot is that? <laughs> but you look at it, that touch is, it's almost like a worldly instinct, and it's very nurturing, it's very soothing, it can calm us down. So that's all part of the element, why I love, you know, I love sleeping in the nude, Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I just threw it out there. I love sleeping in a nude, yeah. <laughs> and I would love my, you know, a partner, shit my dogs, <laughs> Alda on chat, shit my dogs hump each other every day. <laughs> Are you jealous, Alda? <laughs> they just want to show each other they care. <laughs> Alda freaking cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we have to tell the kids they are playing and away they are and uh the dogs are humping each other telling your kids oh they are just playing and then your kids look at you yeah just just like you and daddy play <laughs> do they ever say that Alda? <laughs> oh yeah dogs humping yeah they're just playing yeah just like you and daddy <laughs> oh god Anyways, <laughs> we need to, okay, the sleeping element, speaking of, <clears throat> sleeping, uh, sleeping, oh God, I can't even talk, I apologize, speaking of, um, you know, rituals, it was funny, and I talk about the touching um, aspects, you know, even other animals, and they love contact, dogs like to be petted, they like the human contact, and even us touching an animal, you know, a dog, cat can be very 
um, you know, very therapeutic therapeutic and stress reduction, whatever. So, you know, the sleeping elements about, um, you know, touching and all that and the skin-to-skin contact, it can bring two people even closer together and soothing. And it also can build confidence that you're comfortable and you're okay with each other that way. Um, And I wonder how many people are able to um, lay next to each other after sex in the naked, or are you one that hurries up, has to get clothes on, has to get, you know, pajamas on, PJs on, sweatpants, shorts, whatever. Are you one, okay, I get, you might have to go clean up. I get that. You don't want to get stuck to each other like super glue, (laughs) But, but you go clean up. But after that, do you come back and get joined and still maintain the skin to skin contact or do you automatically have to cover up and say oh i cover up sex is done and if you think about it that totally by doing that putting clothes on right away that breaks the emotional intimacy level you might not think that but it can the breach it's almost like a longing for that person even more that, and a lot of people don't understand it. They're more worried about their own insecurity, worried about the kids, you know, kid or kids coming in. Or in Elda's case, there might be a fire and she won't be able to put her thongs on <laughs> to run out of the house. But you look at when you, you know, you have sex, you know, clean up, whatever. And you automatically put clothes on. He puts clothes on, T-shirt or whatever. Um and you don't connect physically and still naked and later cuddle, and I call it the afterglow or after sex connection to keep that going, it, it's almost like a loss. You're like, ugh. It's like you get more disconnected and you feel like something is missing when you go back together after making love and all of a sudden, you both put clothes back on. And I get, you know, there's quickies. That's sort of fun. I get that. But if you look like those situation, um, that would be, you know, it, it's weird. And I'm not talking just a husband. You know, there's women that do this too. And Cynthia on live chat mentioned, if my husband didn't hold me after or ran and put clothes on, I would feel used. Cynthia, I thought you'd like that being used anyways <laughs> that's just wrong it's funny but it's just wrong um so if you look at those elements and try to look at your own insecurities and look at <clears throat> excuse me look at the dynamics of you know what why am i hurrying up putting clothes back on am i ashamed of my body is it oh i get cold why can't, and Rhonda brought this up in the live chat a bit ago, why can't the body heat of you recreate the heat so you don't get cold? You know, what is it that maybe after making love that you have to run out and, or even the bed, oh, I got to hurry and put clothes on and jump back in the bed. It's like, that just creates a huge emotional disconnect. And a lot of people don't realize that maybe... They don't, one, uh, in all fairness, and, you know, I deal, you talk with couples in my office here in Detroit about this, that maybe they, in all fairness, maybe they're not aware of that, or maybe their own insecurities 
don't even look at that because they're worried about, oh, I got to hurry and put clothes on, whatever, for whatever reason. And I get them to open up and look at that. You know, do you ever feel disconnected? Maybe after making love and one of you, you know, you heard, it's the same thing. You make love, have sex, and the other one goes to sleep right away. Yeah, why do you ladies do that? <laughs> and, um, that, you know, it's like, oh, it's the same complaint you hear about from women all the time. Oh, yeah, we make love, have sex, whatever, Greg, and he goes, rolls over, goes to sleep right away. There's no after connection, I you know, or afterglow, I call it, that, you know, you're maintaining that emotional contact, the cuddling intimacy, the cuddling intimacy, there we go, um, and still caressing each other, holding each other, it maintains that closeness and deepens the soulful connection on both the physical and the emotional. And you don't feel like you're just cut and left out there. And you go, um, you know, you go into aspects to where that's going. So I bridge that gap and bring that more into awareness about what maybe one partner feels like if, say, the husband that just rolls over goes to sleep and breaches that connection where the wife might feel just maybe, or the girlfriend, whatever, being used or being, um, oh, wow, you know, just had sex and us and you're leaving me hanging and you just feel alone. That is the element about sleeping, you know, naked with each other, which is huge. Um, yeah. Oh, one Heidi, welcome. Oh, welcome to the show, Heidi. Welcome back. I don't care if you want to sleep naked as long as it doesn't end in sex every night. Jeez. Oh my God. What happens if it does? What if you wanted sex every night and he doesn't? And oh boy, now we're talking about sexual compatibility issues, and I get that. That doesn't mean. And, you know, I mentioned it earlier in the show, because you sleep naked together doesn't mean you are, you have to have sex every night. Not at all. And, um, no, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means the closeness and the connection. And that's where communication goes that, you know what, I love sleeping naked. We don't have to have sex every night. And there's, you know, a lot of guys out there that, um, Matter of fact, I had a, a gentleman I, I've been seeing a couple of times now that, you know, the wife is complaining, you know, they have sex, you know, three times in a row and she's complaining they don't have enough sex. And it's like, <laughs> and that's a woman saying, I know Greg wants it every night, right, Rhonda? How do you know, Alda? <laughs> um, do I want it every night? Um, You know what? I think maybe would I like it every night, every day? Would I like it? But <laughs> Rhonda, for a minute, yeah. Every day, would I like it every day? Yeah, but I get tired too. I get, you know, I get really tired and get, uh, I get burned out, emotionally exhausted. I get, you know, burned out. Like I've been in my office today uh, from literally eight o'clock, <laughs> eight o'clock this morning. And I'm not going to get home until probably 11.30 uh, this evening. I've been up early. So, you know, I, I do. I get tired, whatever. Would I like that? Um, 
you know, would I like that? We get tired. Heidi, actually, to be honest with you, a lot of there's a lot of men out there that are okay with it three time, two, three times a week, and women want it more than that. And I think it depends on lifestyles. I think it depends on the belief belief aspects and value system of sex you hold as an individual, as a couple. And I think age has uh, factored. Uh, Age has a factor into it, not only age, excuse me, but about the um, the sexual and emotional maturity about that. And that has nothing to do necessarily, I should say, let me back up, has nothing necessarily to do with age. It has to do with your own emotional immaturity and everything else. If someone is waiting home with dinner ready, I bet you will like to get a <laughs> Elda, was that a question for me? <laughs> um, yeah, would I like a bite? Would I turn it down? Nah, I'm tired. I'm whatever. I'm exhausted, right? Maybe you can just uh, blow me. I might be okay with that. <laughs> can you be on top? I am tired. I don't. I can't do all the work. <laughs> um. Can you, you know, can you do that? Um, oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, hon, I, I'm just going to lay here tonight. I'm tired. I don't go at it. <laughs> or, yeah, just just, uh, just give me a BJ and uh, will that satisfy you? <laughs> no, I'm not selfish. I'm a very giving lover. Ooh, yeah. Very giving lover. So I could probably wake up a little bit. <laughs> wake up a lot, right? Um now, we are, after the break, I'm going to come, uh, <laughs> Greg will be with his tongue hanging at the door. Maybe. It depends. <laughs> you look at the elements where, and I, I agree, there's got to be emotional connection. I've been in relationships where, you know, if we see each other every day or whatever, um, in the past few years ago, <laughs> Greg left to eat dinner, Elda, on live chat, yeah. Um, but... I've been in a relationship years ago where they wanted sex every day. We were together. If we were together, whatever, they wanted sex every freaking day. And I wasn't, I didn't want, you know, I didn't want it. I was like emotionally disconnected. I wanted to get away, break away. And I literally did. And um, because of that, and that's not fair to that other person, whatever. But yeah, I want to feel emotionally connected too. And if I don't, ah, going back to what, um, Heidi mentioned earlier, you know what, uh, guys too, if we don't feel emotionally connected, we can lose our sex drive in a hurry too. We're, you know, we're tired, we make excuses. I'm not saying that's right, but that's usually signs and you have to look at and hit on, you know, what's going on in uh, relationship dynamics and to be able to, uh, you know, take care of that and get help if possible to go ahead and do that. Um, earlier in between, I only had a couple minutes in between, uh, my last couple of clients today and I was looking out the window and there was two, I can't remember if there were doves or pigeons, uh, outside my office window and they were, they were like doing mating rituals. They weren't actually doing it. They were, you know, flirting with each other, you know, pecking each other with their beak and being all lovey-dovey. It was so cool. I'm watching it, whatever. Oh, isn't that cute? And, um, you know, the mating rituals, 
that they were going through and being um, that you can go ahead and, you know, you look at that and you observe that. Coming on to, I want to know, we're going to talk about this after the break, the first break of the evening, about rating, uh, writing, sorry, mating rituals. And what do you do when you are in the mood, when you're horny, when you want to make love, when you want to get freaky deaky with your lover, okay? And is it going to, you know, what is it going to take for you to maybe, you know, do you have a mating ritual that you go to before you have sex? And Cynthia mentioned in the live chat a bit ago about there is a difference between making love and having sex. And, you know, most people having sex could be more animalistic, more, ooh, wow, throw you up against the wall, whatever. But like I also promote and always promote, you can also have the quickie animalistic sex with the eye the eye contact and the emotional connection all rolled into one, even if it is a quickie, okay? I am going to take a short break, and I'm going to be back with the Art of Relationships radio show. Uh, Peace out. I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, Get a drink, go to the bathroom, (laughs) and I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Thanks. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show. On the podcast, Detroit Network. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Waking up, kissing the floor of a this isn't any way to live, no, not at all And every one of these kids is so original White suit, black tie with chucks and I Can barely pull off a standard tux, but why? Would I need to worry about it when I do it all again Do it all again every night Has someone else crashing parties, raising hell Maybe I should get some help I start to call myself a great pretender 
I start to call myself the Grey Pretender before you tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy ever after till it's a complete disaster. Welcome, oh, welcome back, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. And this is your host, Greg Dzinski. I'm a licensed professional counselor, relationship, sex, and grief and loss specialist here in downtown Detroit. And this is the Art of Relationships radio show. I appreciate all the activity going on on the live chat. And also, if uh, the listeners out there, if this is your first time listening to the show, I appreciate you joining in again. I apologize for the technical difficulty at the beginning of the show where no one could hear me. Um, Then, okay. Um, sorry, but uh, we're back. The show's been going smooth after the technical difficulty was resolved. So, welcome, everybody. We just got done talking about um, sleeping rituals, you know. We were talking about, you know, how many people sleep in separate bedrooms, separate beds, you know. They say they actually sleep better, but they're in love. They love each other. I, it's fine. I'm all about that. Except for me, I would love to sleep with somebody um, have her, you know, even naked, us both naked, sleeping together, which would be hot. Um, but yeah, some couples do better, you know, like I said, different, um, you know, work schedules, medical issues, snoring, uh, restless legs, you know, uh, talking in your sleep, those elements, absolutely. You need better sleep. You need better, um, you know, it, it's healthy to get, you know, sleep. You need sleep for your immune system, for your energy level, your stress levels, your patience level. Your attention span is huge. And welcome, Kathy, part of the night crew. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, Kathy, and the live chat. And so we are going right before the break. We're talking about when I watched a couple doves. uh, Actually, I think they were doves, not pigeons. Um, they were doing like mating rituals. They weren't, you know, having sex. They're, you know, pecking at each other with their beak, playing, ruffling each other's feathers. And it was so cool, man. It was getting me all hot and bopping. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> you look at, <laughs> you look at the elements that, you know, and I thought about, you know what? This might be, besides the sleeping aspect, um, this might be a cool element to go on to mating rituals. Do you, and I might save the ghosting aspect. I'll go ahead and uh, save that for the show. Uh, that'll be another episode. Maybe talk about next Wednesday night about ghosting uh, maybe a new date. 
ghosting, maybe you're dating someone or you're in a long-term relationship and you just leave. <laughs> no, you know, peace out. They can't find you. You block them, all that aspects. Oh my God, Cynthia likes to ruffle her husband's balls <laughs> on the live chat. No, this is going to be hilarious, but uh, we'll save ghosting maybe for next week, but we're going to get into... Um, mating rituals and what are your mating rituals do you just go into it with your partner hey you know what i want you i want to have sex you know what i want to f you i want to rip your clothes off or do you do a little song and dance do you do a little you know what is your mating ritual and let's face it i think we all have them (laughs) me included in a way um, you know, is it a little bit frisky? Is he starting to tickle you more? Um, maybe out in the kitchen, living room, maybe he's playing with your butt. What do you do? Um, <laughs> yeah, Drake mentioned work midnight shift, put the hot dog, not in the mood, but the weekend it's game on. <laughs> I get that. And I know working, you know, midnight shift, um, it, it, it sucks, Drake. I get that. And it's very difficult for a lot of people to get on um, those aspects, okay? Um, but we look at, you know, we look at the elements that, um, <clears throat> you know, the mating rituals. I want to hear, what do you do? Do you get dressed a certain way, ladies? Do you put perfume on? Do you, what do you do to hit on the elements of when you're in the mood or are you one of those ladies that are always looking for him to initiate sex and making love you know do you put on like i said perfume are you wearing something a little more slutty i mean sexy (laughs) um when maybe he comes home from work, or, you know, you both work. What are you doing? Do you, maybe, maybe you're in the mood, you both work and you come home and maybe you sort of take your hair out of the bun. Do you sort of, you know, unbutton the top 10 buttons <laughs> on your blouse, 10 buttons <laughs> on your blouse? Do you, you know, do you go ahead, um, you know what? Do you go ahead and, you know, is this your repertoire for the mating rituals? Or maybe you like the candles in the room. Do you put mood music on? Do you have, you know, if you drink, do you put wine out? Do you pour two glasses of wine? What are your mating rituals that you prepare to make love? Or do you just do, oh, we're laying in bed, we're bored. Hey, you want to do it? (laughs) How many people is that your dating ritual? Some tells me that is Elda's dating ritual to where, hey, you want to do it? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Maybe that's your dating ritual. Is there anything wrong with that? No, I'm not saying they're not. But I want you to look at, do you have a dating ritual in place? What is it? What is the dynamics of it? I don't want you to analyze it. Like I said, I don't even analyze my clients. I want you to assess and look at what are your rituals to tell each other. Part of mating rituals, um, I put the jet on the tub. Oh, no, Elda. (laughs) Um in live chat, people. Uh, I want to uh, thank again for people, you know, listening for the first time on the show. I definitely appreciate it. 
um, appreciate the support I get for the show and for uh, the work I do in helping, you know, helping many people or hoping to help a lot of people out there. That's what the show is all about and helping each other. Now going on, you know, back to the mating rituals, uh, you know, do you? Do yeah, you want to do it? You know what? Hey, you in the mood? <laughs> is that your mating ritual? So are you able to go ahead and look at that? Maybe that works for you. I'm not saying it doesn't. I want you to look at and assess what your mating rituals are because in a way, mating rituals are good. They might be ways to tell each other you know what, I'm in the mood, you in the mood, whatever. There are ways to sort of gauge each other and a way to mind read each other and you read each other's body languages as well to be able to, if you're on the same page, do you, you know, look at each other, stare at each other's eyes and maybe that's your sign that, yeah, I'm in the mood. Are you in the mood? Whatever. Or ladies, do you bat your eyes? Do you start, you know, maybe ladies, do you scratch your armpit, you know, scratch your crotch? Maybe that's your sign. <laughs> uh, that's your, that's just wrong. Rum chata, I hide. I don't stick, don't bend that way. Yeah, Drake, rum chata, is that your uh, mating ritual? Get the rum chata. <laughs> um, the elements, you know, think about the mating rituals in your life and what do you do? Do you start with the little, you know, do you do test the waters? You know what? I test, you know, I, I touch her and start caressing. And if she sort of leans into it and sort of, you know, moves into it, ooh, I know she is in the mood and I'm going to get my freak on. Now, if I go to touch her and you know, touch her and she just lays there and just sort of, yeah, you know, she ain't in the mood and you're like, damn, okay, I got to take care of myself. Tonight. No. <laughs> oh yeah, you're just going to lay there? Yeah, fine. Take this. I'm making you jealous. I'm doing a menage a trois and just take care of myself. <laughs> um, do you know? Um, look at your mating rituals and, you know, do you want to have other mating rituals. You want to maybe institute maybe more mating rituals. You do have them, believe it or not. You might just not pay attention to them. I want you to bring them more into awareness. Excuse me. And even if they're subtle, if one person in the relationship doesn't get that, then maybe they're too subtle. Maybe they're too subtle. Maybe the part, uh, your person just has no clue I'm picking up body language, facial expressions that you're in the mood. Maybe you just got to grab, you know what? I want to do you. <laughs> maybe that's the mating ritual. And maybe some people, you know, with the mating rituals, they need a surefire sign. They need that bluntness. Yeah, I'm in the mood. You can do me. I want you to do me. They need that because maybe insecurities, they don't want to get rejected. So they don't want to try anything. They don't want to you know, whatever. They test the water by, like I mentioned a minute ago, about maybe slight caressing, maybe caressing the hair, 
maybe a little, you know, tickle. You get closer, and she moves her hand away. Or ladies, maybe you go to grab his uh, fun bags, as Drake mentioned on live chat. Maybe you go start caressing his fun bags, and you know what? And he's like, oh, cool, I'm in the mood now, right? Or you know what? I'm tired. You know, what is your mating rituals? Just start even during the day and Part of this could be, you know, mating rituals is a part of foreplay, right? You know, during the day, do you text each other or call each other on break when you can or email one another? You know what? I can't wait to taste you later. I can't wait to, man, make love to you tonight. Oh, my God. I want you naked next to me. Oh, my God. I can't wait. You turned me on so much. Maybe that's your mating ritual. Whatever it is to you, I want you to have a clear, defined role of it. Now, a mating ritual doesn't necessarily mean it has to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Boring, spontaneous. Um, It doesn't have to be routine. You can shake it up a little bit, but you look at those elements. Welcome, Princess Fu. Welcome to the show. Always awesome having you on the show. Uh, Cynthia, you mentioned that you send you and your, um, you and your man, Cynthia, that you send a doll emojis. Where the hell you get a doll emojis from? What the hell? I'm missing out. I've been trying to find those, and I freaking can't find them anywhere. <laughs> I want to know where the adult mojis come from. So if anybody on live chat can uh, clue me in, let me know, because I look for them. <laughs> I look for them uh, all over what the hell the adult emojis are. you got to clue me in on that. <clears throat> so maybe you can tell your husband, John, um, or if he knows or found them, you got to clue me in. Um that you, you know, I always sex text my honey. Princess Food, that is awesome, you know. Is that a way to, is that a mating ritual to let your, you know, your partner know, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, it doesn't matter, you know, this cuts across all sexual orientations that a mating ritual, there's some comfort into the routine aspects of the mating rituals because it's the way you read each other, mind map, mind read, if you will, each other and pick up each other's vibes, facial expressions, body language, right? Maybe, you know what, does she um, sort of rub her legs together like a cricket and that's her sign, right? Ooh, baby, you know, ladies, how you do that rub the leg Come hither, ooh, baby, I'm getting all gnarly horny for you. You know, ladies, how you work that, right? Or maybe does she, um, <laughs> what I text could be used against me in a court of law, drag, <laughs> drag mentioned. Yeah, you know what? I think a lot of us could be too. <laughs> um, you look at the elements, though, or ladies, maybe you, the way you lick your lips. Oh, maybe I'm telling everybody what I want to see. You know, you lick your lips or you sort of, you know, you know, ladies, you do that little finger routine like you're pretending to give oral sex. Is it that blunt? Or are there little subtle things that your partner doesn't pick up on, doesn't get, doesn't see? Huh? What? You got something in your eye? You keep blinking it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know guys were bad for that, right? Well, most guys. And I try, I teach guys trying to pick up on those aspects 
big time, okay, that you, <clears throat> excuse me, you get elements, you know what, and guys, yes, you might have a little harder time picking up on when women are, your ladies are in the mood or whatever, and you're always like, you know, well, tell me when you're in the mood. I am. Can't you see? I flirted with you. I blinked at you. I licked my lips. Oh, I wasn't even paying attention. (laughs) You know, oh, is that what that was for? They have no clue. You need to teach your man what your signs are. You know, teach each other. The mating rituals are, you know, they're there, there's comfort in the routine of them, how you pick up on each other and how you read each other. And guys, I want you to get more imaginative. There we go. I want you to get more imaginative in your mating ritual. So, hey, baby, you in the mood? Hey, baby, you horny? Hey, you want to do it? <laughs> if that's your mating ritual, that is pathetic. You know what? Maybe if you're in the mood for a quick year, oh, my God, I'm so hot, I want to just bang you. Oh, my God, our class motto, Rhonda. <laughs> Is Rhonda, Elda, and Kathy still on? Our human sexuality class uh, motto, just bang me. <laughs> uh, maybe that is the element, you know, that does happen once in a while, but maybe mating rituals, maybe you need to kiss her on the neck, right? Ooh, maybe on the collarbone. Maybe where the neck goes on top of the shoulder. Rhonda, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, yeah, our human sexuality class model. That could be a mating ritual. Yeah, just bang me. <laughs> Would that work for you guys if your uh, lady came up to you or a partner or whatever and just said, hey, just bang me. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God, no. Where's the romance your man tells you, right? (laughs) Oh, my God, what do you think I am? You think I'm just a piece of meat? (laughs) How many guys guys would say that if their lady come up to you? (laughs) How many many ladies would, uh, uh, would their man come up to you if you just went up to your man and said, just bang me now? And your man said, what? Oh, my God. Wait, I'm just a piece of meat. I don't want to feel used. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, Elda, yeah. Behind your ear whispered, you know what? I love you. I can't wait to taste you. Would that turn you on, ladies? Ooh. We all have mating rituals. We do. And it sounds like, you know, mating rituals of the hyenas, of lions, of dogs, of tigers, whatever. We're in... The humans are in the animal kingdom. So, yes, it's weird. But we have um, we have mating rituals that we do, that we, you know, like I said, we find comfort into them. And I, want, I challenge you, ladies and men, at, at first, a couple minutes ago, I said I challenged the men to be more imaginative. Ladies, I want, maybe you can be more direct and also more imaginative. Guys, Add some romance into it. Don't just say, hey, you're in the mood. You know what? <laughs> Chances are they're going to look at you and say, uh, no. And you need to understand why. You, you know, they might be in the mood. Yeah, I am in the mood. Great. You know, fantastic. But you need to be more imaginative, more creative, and showing an expression, the emotional aptitude, the emotional closeness that you have for her and, you know, with the foreplay aspects, to be able to trigger those juices, haha, in her, <laughs> the love juices, right? <clears throat> that you, the moistness, 
Oh, God. Now I'm bringing up all our, uh, giving all our secrets away from human sexuality classes, talking about all this stuff. Just bang me with your moistness, baby. How many people would love that? Would that be a mating ritual that you'd love to hear? The elements you get into, you know, is it that, you know, yeah, mating ritual that, oh, my God, I always got to brush my teeth. Go brush your teeth. I want to do you. Is that romantic, right? Is that, um, you know, is that hot? Prince of Food, what if you're too direct? I'm starting to think my husband needs to be romanced a little. Um, Princess Food, that's true. Again, this is, um, again, every individual is different. Some guys want to be romanced, want to be, what about your mating ritual? Maybe this sums it up, Princess Food, about being sad. Seduced, right? Ladies love to be seduced. Do men love to be seduced too and be teased a little bit? <clears throat> I'm all, I like being direct too, but I want to be teased at times too. I want to be teased. I want her to kiss me, to kiss my chest, kiss my neck. And I'm trying to think of God. I need to practice what I preach, damn it. I need to live the life I promote. <laughs> um, you look at that, I <laughs> like. I like Drake's comment. Yeah, drop your linen, start your grinning. <laughs> Is that a, a mating ritual that you use? You know, we talk about the romantic elements about, you know, the candlelit, maybe the rose petals once in a while, the mood music, right? That those uh, happen to those elements that you can increase it. The kissing, the tender kisses, the tender touches. These are all aspects that can entice the mating rituals and enhance the mating rituals along with mixing it up with just the quickies and you know what i just want to rip your clothes off and f you you know i just want to rip your clothes off and do you you know why sometimes that's hot and that can put somebody in the mood again that's part on knowing each other emotionally physically sorry my voice is going and going on the elements to where you know what? You learn from each other. You learn from what works from each other. And pay attention to, what do I want to say? You try to come back and pay attention to the elements that works for your partner. You read each other's body language, emotional cues, and you need to do a lot better understanding of those. And if you guess, it's okay to guess <laughs> Elda, you want me to come? Oh, boy. <laughs> you, but I want you to, those who are on chat having a lively, uh, I don't know, discussion, if you will. But the mating rituals, you need to learn from each other. And if you guess, ask, is this what you mean? No, don't belittle each other. Oh, you should know. You should know. You know what? Maybe we don't know. Teach me. And don't get into the dynamic and the perception where, you know what, I'm flirting with you and you think you got something in your eye. <laughs> um, teach it. No, I'm flirting with you. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, cool. I want to flirt back with you. I want you to be able to learn from each other, and it's going to enhance your sex life. And not only the enhancements of the sex life, it uh, enhances the emotional connection. Like I always promote with the sex life, I'm all about the combination of the physical pleasure along with the soulfulness and the emotional connection. I think the all three of them 
got to go hand in hand. So do some work on identifying your, <clears throat> excuse me, oh my God, puberty again. What your mating rituals are, identify them. Identify what your partners are too. Talk about them. You know what? When you're, when you're in the mood, you know what? You might think you know when they're in their mood. Maybe they're just in a playful mood. And talk about them. Identify what your mating rituals are, what yours are, what your partners are. And again, this touches on all sexual orientations. It, It cuts across the board with, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, heterosexual couples. It doesn't matter. Look at your mating rituals and what you need, what you do, how you tell each other if you're in the mood to have love, you know, make love and all that stuff. And if you misread each other, it's okay. Learn from each other. Do not. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Elda on the live chat just said, Greg got a pubic hair in his throat. Tell her to uh, shave. <laughs> her. <laughs> I, I told you, I always like uh, uh, shaved or very neatly Tightly, very lightly, or tightly trimmed, if you will. <laughs> Elda, you sicko. I love it. <laughs> Elda's always on fire lately, ever since uh, Elda on live chat took uh, the human sexuality class. Man, her freak really come on. Um, and I love it. <laughs> um, anything I can do to help people get more comfortable with their sexuality. Um, so we talked tonight about the sleeping aspects and also um, the mating rituals at the end of the show. You know what? Share the shows, people. I, I, there's, I don't know how many shows there are. There's over, I don't know, 150, 160 shows now that people can listen to, um, you know, at their leisures, you know, anything from building uh, closeness to rebuilding trust issues to, you know, Maybe sexual problems, challenges. Uh, there are a couple on grief issues as well. You can listen to them at your leisure. So make sure you spread the word. They are to help people out there. Um, there are also some shows, or hopefully a lot of shows out there, to have fun, make you laugh, especially the uh, you know <laughs> embarrassing sexual experiences. Oh my God, that was off the hook. Um, <laughs> You know, so their way, spread the word. You don't always have to listen just to a live show, even though I love you live. I want you to listen to live shows. Maybe that would be better if I said you only can listen live. Um, to get more participants would be great. And I love you spreading the word of the show and my work too. You can look me up on Facebook under Greg Dzinski, D U D Z I N. SKI. Again, my book available on Amazon. It's called C's. That total connection, achieving the emotional and sexual connection you crave. And my website, www.theartofrelationshipsradioshow. So, everybody have a very special evening. What's left to it? Happy hump night. Everybody have a good rest of the week. And I will catch you here live next Wednesday. 9 p.m. Detroit time. That's Eastern. Much love to everybody out there. Be peaceful. Spread the love and peace of everybody out there. Again, 
Much love to everybody out there. Have a good night, people. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. This show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinski. The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. At Speedway, we've always been here to get you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points.